Welcome to Streaming Wisdom, a place to discover your very own wisdom being activated through my storytelling. Just like me, you weren't made to fit into this consensus reality that you've quietly doubted your whole life because you are destined to pioneer a new one, shoulder to shoulder with many of us. And it's an auspicious time for humankind right now. So let's find each other and lead the way from our hearts and from the frequencies of real love, true power and wisdom. Consider me a friendly voice by your side, encouraging you as you continue to liberate yourself, express your genius in the world and fulfill your original intention. I hope you're as delighted as I am and have found yourself a cozy corner to relish in this episode of Streaming Wisdom. Welcome to another episode which is all about conveying an essential truth that I feel has been severely degraded and over time forgotten to a large degree. And that is wellness is your natural state. It is a beautiful sunny winter's day here. It started off so still and peaceful enough to swim in the beach and enjoy a morning sunrise. And as the last few hours have gone by, the winds have really picked up. And in my experience, this happens quite often, especially when I'm processing something big or I have a really powerful message that I want to share. I find that the winds tend to rise and meet me and help me shift and move energy. I feel so supported and thank goodness because I'm actually not at my normal vital self, which is funny to be talking about wellness in this state, but it's perfectly reasonable as to why, as I've recently arrived home from a whirlwind adventure in the north of Portugal and other places. And I find that when I go to the Northern Hemisphere for however long, it is a big ordeal on my whole being, like my body physically, my mind, my emotional body. And I don't really do holidays anymore. I couldn't holiday if I tried. I don't sit by pools and sip pina coladas and, I don't know, shop and (laughs) do too many touristy things. I find that when I'm called to be somewhere in whatever part of the world, it's for something more than a holiday. It's usually a soul retrieval process where I'm going to a part of the world to remember something, call something back into my being. Perhaps I live there at some point and I have some memories that want to, I guess, come back home. (laughs) And there's so much more going on. I think that's really basic description of what's really going on. I don't think we really know what happens when we go to these parts of the world. But yes, I was called there and it was a huge journey and I feel a little bit tired, but also really happy. Even though I'm lacking sleep, I'm not exactly back in my sleeping routine. I feel as though I'm integrating my journey really beautifully and I'm feeling the benefits throughout my whole being. Yeah, that was 
a really good idea, (laughs) not only to get out of Australia and go to another part of the world after years of like lockdown and feeling restrained. It was just amazing to burst that bubble and just break out into the world. But just so many other things and benefits are coming through and some that I'll probably never really consciously know. But anyway, here I am totally supported by the wind and the sun to share this topic that actually came alive as I was on my journey. You see, I did something really, really wise, which was encouraged by my friend who I traveled with. And that is instead of flying straight to Lisbon in Portugal and beginning our journey, we decided to land in the Azores, which is a stunning series of nine volcanic islands well off the coast of Portugal. Ah, kind of feels like Atlantean energy is there. In fact, the very first place that we stayed at was called Quinta Atlantis. (laughs) So it was all perfect because being a volcanic island, it has all the beautiful natural healing benefits in the waters, in the thermal baths, and there was iron rich water and full of many other minerals. So we were able to land and I guess get over a big trip, um, moving into a whole different time zone, a whole different part of the world and culture and having to acclimatize to all new energies and dip into these amazing thermal baths that were so rich. Um, I felt energized and my skin felt really healthy and smooth afterwards. And I guess as well, being nestled in the crater of a volcano for a couple of days was really quite rejuvenating. I felt protected and safe and supported. And all around was the most beautiful, fertile land, like rich looking soil. One particular park we went for a walk in was, oh my gosh, (laughs) Very central, (laughs) moss everywhere and the most beautiful trees and waterfalls and oh, it was glorious. But mostly everything was covered in green, but this one part had a little bit of the earth turned over. I guess some work was done there recently. And it was like the very first time I looked directly into this fertile soil and I couldn't believe my eyes of how dark and rich it was. It felt so nourishing to be on an island that was super abundant in life force energy, in nutrients and minerals and bacteria and healthy soil and healthy food. So yeah, this whole episode kind of got sparked from this journey because for days we're wandering around and we're filling up our water bottles at natural springs that all have different frequencies in the water and therefore different healing benefits. And these are all through these towns. It's really quite amazing. And we're driving through all this fertile land. We're looking at every single shade of green I can think of (laughs) that I didn't even know was possible everywhere you look. It's just stunning all the different shrubs and trees and grasses and forests it's just green 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 and all the different colors and goodness that is so pleasing to the eye it felt calming just to look upon so much green greenery and life 
Yeah, it's uh, actually, I'm just remembering now um, something that this friend and I have talked about a lot is called the Emerald Valley, which is this place that I know that I'm aiming towards. So is she and many other people I know. A whole different way of living in <sighs> harmony with each other and with nature where there is an abundance of everything because that is what is so. It is what is available in our natural world. It's only the very tiny yet seemingly all-encompassing imposition of this matrix system that makes us think that we don't have access to this, but we do. And it was like looking out upon this greenery was reminding us of, that's right, we are doing this for the Emerald Valley. <laughs> and it was like we got to experience it firsthand over on this beautiful island. On top of that, I was eating local foods that were firstly grown in the most rich, fertile soil <laughs> and were just bursting with flavor and minerals and nutrients. And then some of this food was cooked by the volcanic steam. In fact, many restaurants go and cook their food in this volcanic steam and pull it out around noon every day to serve for the evening meal. It was such an honor <laughs> to eat that food um, that was not only grown in this soil, but um, steamed by the volcano as well. So I'm gallivanting around this magnificent island, breathing in the cleanest air, drinking and bathing in the most mineralized water, eating the most nutrient-dense food. And I'm noticing that I feel amazing so energized and alive and I have vitality and zest for life and I'm excited <laughs> and we were spending hours in nature walking all day every day yet feeling so incredibly energized and it occurred to me wow being well is really easy here <laughs> it's really really natural just to be in this state of wellness and that triggered an essential truth that has really been my focus for a number of years. And I'm so excited to share this with you today. I could have talked about this before, but not with the same hmm, zing <laughs> that I feel I am bringing to it because I've had this recent deeply embodied experience of wellness being our natural state. Hmm. That statement, it's a pretty powerful one. Wellness is your natural state of being. Years ago, some part of me would have heard that and thought, well, of course, that's obvious. But I only knew that as an ideal, a mental construct. It certainly was not my embodied lived truth. And then there's another part of me that would scowl at hearing that statement. How dare you? I'm so sick. I'm so unwell. And you're telling me that achieving wellness is that easy and natural when I rely on so many unnatural things just to keep my head above water. Yeah, so it can be triggering. <laughs> I think I experienced both of those sensations happening all at the same time. My body could detect an eternal truth and it wasn't my experience. Today, I'm a full body yes. <laughs> Wellness is my natural state and all aspects of me are on board with that statement. We're not fighting it out anymore. 
So it doesn't matter what feelings and sensations are conjured up inside of you when you hear this statement. I'm pretty sure I can relate and therefore I think you're going to find a lot of benefit in this episode. Oh, so exciting. (laughs) This topic is so important right now because sickness, disease, fatigue and premature death are so common. So common that it has become normal. And this has escalated, especially in the last couple of years, and for many reasons, not so obvious at first. But what society is collectively experiencing with their wellness, or should I say lack of wellness, is not our truth. It's not what's real. And I want to do my very best to make things right. What is real? Your body wants to and aims to thrive in health and wellness. Every day, it takes many opportunities to heal and regenerate even as you age. It's always righting your wrongs, bringing you back into balance and compensating for your behaviors. Not a moment goes by where your body gets a holiday from ensuring that you have air, water, blood supply and circulation, nutrients going to where they need, that essential chemical reactions are occurring to keep you alive, that critical messages are being sent, received and acted upon, that your organs and spinal column are protected and safe, that waste is being removed through the various channels, and so much more. It's endless. I mean, it's biology. It is an endless universe in itself. There's like a universe in every cell, let alone an entire human body. So we can't cover all of that. (laughs) And I actually don't have the know-how or the retention of all that information I learned many years ago to be able to share it back to you. But I feel as though, hey, it's our body, right? We know it's incredible. It's a miracle, this machine. That is an essential truth. And all we need to do is hang on to that. Feel the magnificence of your body and what's possible, even if that's buried deep under pain, illness, disease, and all the other frustrating experiences (laughs) that your body may be gifting you at this very moment. And I say gift because I mean it. Now, when your body is deeply immersed in its natural environment, it's greatly aided by this natural environment to achieve wellness. So why are so many people unwell right now? Well, we are the ones that get in the way of this process. Our habits, behaviors, and especially our modern lifestyle is greatly hindering our body's ability to regenerate to its fullest potential. So what happens when we get out of our own way and let it do what it does best? Well, speaking from personal experience, the changes are astronomical, incredible, Seemingly miraculous, but it's not a miracle, right? It's natural. (laughs) It's just sometimes really hard to believe, especially when I witness other people and I look at them change over weeks and months of really going full into this wellness journey that I'm really excited to share with you today. 
the changes in the color of their skin, in the shape of their face, in their eyes, in their voice, their demeanor, and obviously a huge change in their physical symptoms and diseases and illnesses and whatever else they may be carrying. But mostly I'm just looking at a person that's truly radiant and alive. And what's scary is that they stand out of a crowd and they shouldn't. They should blend right in amongst hundreds and thousands and millions of other beautiful, vibrant, vital, alive, radiant beings. But that is not the case. These people are worlds apart now and they're standing out even more and more because of how sick people are becoming. So I just feel so passionate about sharing this topic because I found wellness really fucking challenging. (laughs) You've probably heard my story. If you haven't, I'm sure listening back to other episodes and future ones to come, a lot more gaps will be filled in, but you'll know that I have not had it easy when it comes to health. One thing that I didn't share is I was always reminded of it. When I got glandular fever at 16 years of age, it's like my life force energy left my body and it didn't really return. I was never the same again. And people used to acknowledge this when they would see me. So I know it wasn't all in my head. I experienced a whole different journey being in my body and I wasn't well. So it hasn't come easy to me. So for me to be sitting here today saying, hey, it's natural. You just got to get out of your own way. I know may sound condescending perhaps and lacking compassion and understanding and empathy of your situation, but trust me, I don't. (laughs) I have been there and I am humbly sharing my journey of how so much of what I experienced in terms of being unwell was greatly exacerbated by me, even when I thought I was doing all the right things. And when I got out of my own way and my wellness began to change, the first thing I noticed was my health baseline increased. I just had more integrity of my body. I didn't get sick as often. And I felt as though I was no longer trying to prevent myself from drowning. My head was fully above water and I was able to maintain a certain level of health rather than expelling all my energy and resources into surviving and compensating for my abuse of my body and my bad habits. What happened was I began to function to my design and that design is one of wellness. And I believe that like me, you too can enjoy wellness naturally and for the most part without having to buy it. Yes, without having to spend copious amounts of money. In fact, there's not many things that I have invested in my wellness that will ever compare with what nature provides. And for all those nature lovers out there who may be thinking, well, I love nature. I spend time in it and I'm not well. It's clearly not working for me. (laughs) Welcome to the past version of me who thought the same. And didn't I get a surprise when I took stock of my life and my habits and how disconnected from nature I truly was. I will certainly get to that part later. For now, I want to state that our bodies are friggin' magnificent. And knowing that versus embodying that makes all the difference. (laughs) It makes all the difference with your wellness. 
<sighs> so if you don't quite believe that about yourself or you don't feel that you have an embodied experience of that, definitely hang in there because I want to address that towards the end. Before I get to that, I want to share with you what my version of wellness is, what our bodies are, so we're at least on the same page. So I've just edited myself a few times because I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely struggling to express how incredible the human vessel is, which I believe a word's enough, <laughs> but I will try again. So what I've done now is I'm just sitting here with my eyes closed and my hand is in my heart center and I'm loving this moment of just turning into my body and acknowledging like, wow, my whole existence in this life here in earth is because of you. You are doing everything I need to do to not only survive, but to enjoy this experience to every degree, in every dimension. It's like, wow, when I look at my body, I'm like, thank you for my hands that can pick up things and hold things and make food and wash my clothes and drive a car and hug someone that I love and touch their face. And thank you to my lips who can kiss and express that and my eyes to see everything and absorb my environment around me, to be able to navigate through the world and to enjoy the different colors and my ears to hear all these beautiful sounds that I know are impacting my body, but I get to hear them <laughs> and hear how it's impacting my body, the beautiful vibrations that run through me based on my environment that impact who I am and my frequency. And I get to hear that firsthand and my skin to feel all the sensations and sitting in a grassy area in nature and feeling that against my skin and my legs that can walk me up mountains and walk me onto a plane to get to another part of the world. I'm just so thankful for all of these things and that all of these things are in use. There are so many people that have limited access to some of these parts of their body, but they still have so much that they're experiencing because the body is so rich and abundant in how it can sense our environment, how I can eat food and digest it and remove waste and create water inside my body and all the things that I need to hydrate myself. Oh my goodness. It is such an amazing vessel. <laughs> oh. No wonder it needs to sleep at night and shut down as many systems as it possibly can while still keeping me alive. It's just incredible all the different systems that are operating at the same time. So even if right here, right now in this moment, you have a number of serious health conditions and ailments and just frustrating things going on in your body, I can you take a moment to just feel into all the things that are working perfectly, <laughs> that are humming, that are singing with life, all the blood that's getting moved around your body, the oxygen, the air, the nutrients, and how mobile you are. Like, isn't that just amazing that you can taste and see and hear and sense through your skin and touch and all the incredible things that your body can do in this moment? 
had a lot to let out just then because my whole life I spent a lot of time I guess berating my body and having a go at it for not doing what it needs to do and it was performing so beautifully in many other ways so yeah there was a little bit of energy to escape my body then <laughs> but yes it's incredible and I feel like we all know this right <laughs> I'm not saying anything new I just now want to share the part that feels true to me and I hope that you feel something in this as well our body is not just our physical body. It has more than that. It's like it has two meanings. We have our physical body and then our physical body is the expression of our entire being. All the other bodies, you can call them aspects, dimensions, the mental, intellectual body, the emotional body, the ethereal body, the energetic body, spiritual bodies. There is so much to us that is being expressed through our physical body. On top of that, we have our entire universal journey, which is pretty big because I believe we are infinite and we've been on an epic ride. <laughs> we are still on it, but that means all of our experiences everything that we have endured in any lifetime or plane of existence in some expression of life or not life, whatever that may be, all of that is being held by our body in this existence. The memories, the experiences, the trauma, the wisdom, the growth, it is all here and our body our amazing vessel is holding all of that and allowing that to come through into this existence where we are literally turning inside out, where we are becoming whole again as we bring through these experiences and express them out into the world. That is what true authenticity is to me. It is the absence of denial of all of us. It is where every part of us gets to be expressed. And when it's not, it gets stuck and it can get stuck in any level, but especially in the physical body. And so many of our illnesses and diseases have, yeah, something to do with our lifestyle and our habits, sure, but also stem from a deeper source. So first, knowing that the body is expressing all of this in our physical reality hopefully would conjure up some feelings of awe and admiration and respect like oh my gosh thank you <laughs> you are such an amazing vessel to be containing all of this but second it tells us a lot about wellness and that wellness is multi-dimensional and requires a layered approach so let's look at what real wellness is real wellness Ah, oh, what does that mean to me? So much. <laughs> so I'm going to have to start at the beginning in its simplest form. Wellness contains the word well. And I love that word for so many reasons. I mean, firstly, a well is the source of our water. It's the source of life. And when it comes to wellness, I feel that I have an infinite well of vitality within me. And you have it. Every human has it. And although we need sunlight and nutrition and all these other things, 
I actually feel that we have something that exists beyond that, that is connected directly back to source, to our infinite self. And this is a source of vitality and energy that comes through us and is a result of turning inside out, bringing all of us through into this physical manifestation, taking up space of who we are, the greatness of our being, becoming whole again. So instead of rejecting all these parts of us and shutting down and getting smaller and letting our fears control who we are in our life and our programming and our automated behavior, we actually begin the journey of transforming that, alchemizing that and bringing the real source essence of who we are through. That is the vitality well within. So yeah, love the word, (laughs) obviously. And you know what as well? as well. (laughs) Did it again. Keep saying the word well. But it is a great word because you can ask someone how they are, but if you say, are you well? It's such a direct question that penetrates through the bullshit and goes right deep into them. Like, how can you lie to that question? Are you well? It just means so much. So yeah. On top of that, wellness to me means physical regeneration, our ability to regenerate ourselves when we sleep. And I'm sure there's many opportunities that we take throughout the day to replenish and give back rather than constantly deplete. And this is all based on our lifestyle and how we set ourselves up to experience this regeneration, especially at the times that counts when our hormones are all for this process to occur. So yeah, our hormones play a massive role in our wellness, including what governs our hormones and our circadian rhythm and sunlight, which we will get to. But yes, it's a big part of wellness is our ability to regenerate. And this is possible to do at any age. Wellness to me means natural vitality and radiance and zest for life. I mean, isn't that the truth? (laughs) Like when someone doesn't look well, they look drained, fatigued, tired. They look like they're struggling with life. They have the world on their shoulders. They're carrying around emotional baggage. Life is getting to them. I mean, stress ages us and so do stressful situations. It is something that I am really aware of when I'm observing people and I'm in their presence is their levels of radiance and vitality coming through them and their love and their zest for life, like having a fire burning inside of you that wants to get out of bed, that wants to do the things that they love, that is like a child, you know, like, ah, the world every day. And then Ah, I've got to go to bed. (laughs) It's such a beautiful thing to experience. And I'm especially not experiencing too much zest for life right in the last week or so since I got back. I've been really wanting to get to bed every night, like passing out on the couch almost. But generally, I'm usually a little bummed that I have to go to bed because life is great. (laughs) I don't want to go to sleep. But anyway, moving on. So another thing that's a big part of wellness is how we feel emotionally and mentally. It's our joy. It's our happiness. And yes, we are not meant to feel joy and happiness all the time. But I truly feel and have experienced that when all of our ducks are in a row when it comes to wellness, that we have access to more happiness and joy. 
And then when we experience the sadness, the anger, the frustration, the depression, the dread, the disappointment, whatever that may be, we ride these emotional waves with so much more integrity of mind, body, and heart and spirit. We're able to get through these experiences because we spend most of our time in a state of wellness. So instead of getting stuck so far into the deep, dark, I guess, realities of depression where we, and I mean realities because we start to get a whole different experience of what's real. And it's almost like we trick ourselves into believing in a negative existence and that bad things will happen and go wrong for me and other people. And this is also true if, you know, you replace the word depression with fear. It's like we can get so far into those realms. And yes, there is a time and a place for those. And that's been a big part of my life. But it's not somewhere we're meant to stay for too long, at least. It's certainly something that we're meant to be able to get back out of. But what I'm noticing more and more in the demeanor of people when I'm observing the general public is that there is such deep sadness, depression, fear, and just general dissatisfaction with life. And that is not wellness, at least as far as I'm concerned. So now we are on the same page. And if wellness is so natural, as in we can attain it easily and it is our natural state, Why are we experiencing anything but this? It's such a big question. It's actually a loaded question and so loaded, I will not be able to cover all of those reasons today. I'm sure that by listening to past and future episodes, especially the ones coming up in this season, which seems to be all about wellness and our vitality well, you will hear many more of those reasons, but I'm just going to mention a few here now. So... Uh, I'm just laughing because I'm like, how can I mention just a few? And each one is so detailed, but I'm just going to stick to a more surface level discussion today. There's plenty more time and space to go deep later on. First thing I want to point out though, is I feel maintaining wellness as a natural state was a lot easier many years ago. It has become so difficult to do this. And that's a part of the reason why we've forgotten our birthright, our natural way of being, because it's looking fucking impossible (laughs) to even maintain wellness. And, you know, as a result, we have to do a lot more to maintain it than we ever had before. So years ago, many people were eating food freshly grown from their garden that was full of vital life force energy. Chemicals and synthetic fertilizers weren't even invented, so people are eating food that is relatively poison-free. They are probably pulling it out of soil that's, I'm guessing, a lot healthier because lots of different plants are growing in the same area. There's no such thing as monocropping, and certain crops are stripping certain nutrients and creating imbalances in the soil. So that's a big factor. I mean, the fact that you're eating food that is so fresh and full of that energy and is poison free. The next thing I'm sure you can imagine is spending less time indoors and more time outside in fresh air, getting sunlight, working with the land, having hands in the soil, feet on the earth, and being fairly physical in many ways as well, which is so important for our bodies. This sedentary lifestyle is pretty much the opposite of what we were doing. 
Now, on top of that, we're drinking water from springs that is full of minerals and again has less exposure to toxic chemicals, but not completely because people got sick. People got cancer. They were unwell. They had bad teeth and bad hair and didn't live long and all these things that we think we know that may not even be completely true. But I'll just go off what is agreed upon. and say that, yeah, absolutely, we had a lot of issues still. I mean, mining has been around for thousands of years. Ever since we've been digging into the earth, we have been poisoning the air and the water. So we have been living with exposure to toxicity for a very long time. It's just now (laughs) it is so much more. We have way more to contend with than we ever had before, especially in the last 50 to 100 years. And particularly through the escalation of technology, we're facing a whole different type of poison. Dirty pollution, dirty electricity, EMFs, all that sort of thing. So yes, we have a lot more to contend with, but we've always had exposure to toxicity, at least while there has been any form of progression and building an infrastructure and technology. And that has been for a very, very long time. What we are facing today is unprecedented, is unknown to us. It's a whole new world that we are facing together. Not only are we exposed to a phenomenal amount of poisons and toxicity, we are also doing everything we can to hinder our ability to process the poison and toxicity. Yep, we are coming at it from all angles. And what we have now is proof in the pudding. (laughs) It's seriously... I don't know if you can see it. I hope you can. I can see it. I can see how unwell we are. And then we have a lot of stats and science to back up that very fact. But we should be able to see it in people. And I certainly can. I'm observing it all the time. And I'm going to pause right there as being the bearer of bad news or just pointing out the obvious to some and start by sharing a little bit about how I've begun to wake up to this and realize what was going on. And hopefully, (laughs) fingers crossed, everything that I want to share about this topic will come through my journey. (sighs) Okay, I was just feeling into where to start. And it has occurred to me that I want to start at the place where I was doing everything I possibly thought I could do to be a healthy person. (laughs) And I was getting fuck all results. (laughs) Well, okay, not fuck all, but very small results that, you know, the needle moved a little bit (laughs) over time and a little bit more, but I wasn't experiencing wellness no matter how much I was changing my lifestyle and working on my inner world and my own transformation, I was still trying to keep my head above water and I was sitting below the minimal health baseline that's required for me to feel well and for my body to thrive and regenerate. Now, if you're under that health baseline, you're going to have a whole host of issues going on. And let me just point out a couple of those that I didn't have because we're all different. So you may get sick a lot and you can blame it on your kids bringing it home from daycare or that idiot who came to work who shouldn't have. But 
Seriously, there's a reason the germ theory is still called a theory. It is the most underdeveloped, desperately in need of change theory that I've ever heard that is still ruling our whole health industry and the entire of modern day medicine. It is so much more than people giving you germs and you getting sick. I mean, firstly, that philosophy leaves you completely vulnerable and susceptible to your environment. It leaves you powerless when actually your health is predominantly in your own hands. Even if you're exposed to germs, toxicity, poisons, chemicals, your body's magnificent, remember? It's this amazing vessel that actually has an incredible waste system that allows you to move this stuff through your body and to rid it. Like you can actually have a body that does that. That's what I believe is possible for all of us. That's what I believe is how we're going to survive us fucking with this planet in the way that we are and the biological symptoms so beautifully is that we're just going to become amazing at moving stuff through our system. I have believed this for a number of years now. I have been reminded of it recently by a couple of dear friends and I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> we can do this. So I'm just going to give you a tiny little side story at the risk of not getting off on track. But anyway, sometimes I forget this. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there's so much poison. Boo. <laughs> there's so much EMF and chemicals and whatever. And I just get all upset. <laughs> I don't really. I used to. I mean, I don't really get that upset anymore. I just feel it. And sometimes it weighs a bit heavy on my body, but I'm just sort of paying out a past version of myself as I'm speaking. <laughs> so sometime early this year, a letter came in the mail informing us that we were getting our meter box replaced with a smart meter. And of course, my anger rose to a level 10 <laughs> and I was like, fucking no, nobody's putting a smart meter on my house. Those things are so dangerous to biological health. I'm not having one of those <laughs> on my house. And I knew that we could say no, that we could decline, even though that was a very frustrating process of every time we declined and filled out a form, there would be some other email saying, hey, this is the day that your new smart meter is getting installed. And I'm like, what? We've declined over and over again. Then it got entered into my calendar and I was going to stake out my house and make sure I didn't leave. I was going to wait there all day and stand right in front of my meter and be like, no, <laughs> turn around. <laughs> Besides all of that, I knew that that was possible to just say no. The real issue was our neighbor's meter box is about five meters from our living room and kitchen. And I know that if we're getting a new smart meter, well, probably the whole neighborhood is at least the street. So I was like, oh, it's out of my control. I'm so angry. <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends about it and she reminded me <laughs> of how amazing our bodies are. And she said, well, just another take on it. What if our bodies are becoming so well at regenerating and that we are changing through our own inner transformation and the changes of the earth and our bodies are also changing to a point where we become these amazing vessels that can handle any sort of toxicity, whether it's a smart meter or poisons in the air or Wi-Fi exposure. We are becoming so powerful on the inside and the out. And we have so much strength and integrity of our bodies that we can handle it. 
And I was just like, hell yes. <laughs> I don't want to be this vulnerable, weak thing that is left to the devices of my environment. That's the last thing I want. And that's a really empowering thing to believe. So I'm going to take that on. I wasn't scared that a smart meter was going to be installed right next to my living room. And I was still going to tell that smart meter man to go away <laughs> when it came to my own house. But let me tell you what happened next. The man came, my partner shooed him away. I actually wasn't home because I suddenly didn't care. <laughs> it's like I alchemized the issue of the smart meter and I just happened to be gone that day. Then I find out nobody else got a smart meter. <laughs> None of our neighbors, nobody came around, nothing was changed over on the street. Oh my goodness, this whole experience was orchestrated probably by me to move through this fear. It was like delivered, hand delivered by the universe. Hey, we're going to handpick your house out of all the houses to replace your smart meter and make you think that you're going to live in a smart meter neighborhood for as long as you continue to live there, just so you can have this experience. <laughs> Uh, so, so we are not susceptible to everything that comes our way. So I remember what I was sharing, <laughs> getting back to what your life may look like if your health baseline is low. So yes, you are getting sick all the time and it's not everyone else's fault. Okay. <laughs> you might have some serious skin conditions, loss or thinning of hair. You could have weak nails. You might have really pale skin. You could have poor circulation and get cold really easily. You might have a really slow digestion. You sleep poorly, or maybe you feel like you sleep all night, but you're actually not getting deep healing sleep and you wake up exhausted. You don't really have a spring in your step. You might get sore throats or sinus conditions, itchy eyes, like all these seemingly annoying things that we just brush aside, like even cutting yourself and not healing very quickly. You think, oh yeah, that's just a part of who I am. It's my default. Like I bruise easily or I get a runny nose all the time or I always get sore throats, whatever it may be. These are actually really serious health conditions. And yeah, you might laugh. <laughs> I'm kind of laughing as I say that. Your bruise not healing is a serious health condition. But no, I mean, on a whole, if your body is not thriving, if your body is not able to heal and it's experiencing all these different types of symptoms, these are precursors to usually chronic conditions. And these chronic conditions can lead to premature aging, cancer and death and heart disease. These are all things to pay attention to. So yeah, the health baseline, it's pretty important. <laughs> you want to have a high enough health baseline that you're experiencing more of regeneration rather than depletion of your life force energy and natural aging versus premature aging. And I'm just realizing that I've just made up what that means. I don't really know what the health baseline means to other people. What It's just what I'm calling it. It's just this imaginary line that we all have and you're either below it or you're above it. You're either sinking or you're surfing <laughs> and riding the waves. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I'm sinking a little. Yeah, my health isn't really that good. And you're wondering what's possible. 
above that health baseline? Well, let me paint a picture in neat little categories that I just made some notes on earlier. So the first thing is energy, vitality, and regeneration. That is your experience above the health baseline. This includes things like waking every morning, you feel energized and ready for a new day. You feel happy and joyful whilst having zest for life, mostly. Like obviously you're not gonna always feel that way, but generally that's your overriding experience. You're able to tap into your infinite source of energy and vitality throughout the day. And you experience ongoing regeneration, strengthening, mending, repairing, and giving back to yourselves every day, even as you age. The next thing relates to freedom and mobility. You have the ability to do the activities that you love, enjoy, and are really important to you. Even though you experience pain from time to time, you're mostly pain-free, especially when it comes to chronic pain. And on top of that, you're no longer in fear of pain or trying to avoid it. You actually have overcome the hold that pain has on you. In fact, it's something to embrace and acknowledge and accept into your life and process pretty bloody quickly (laughs) rather than it lingering around for a long time. You are mobile and generally comfortable being in your body. You have freedom to be and express your true authentic self in all environments and relationships. The way you think, make choices and take actions are from your true nature rather than your automated behaviors and I'm just going to say bad habits. You embody sovereignty, knowing that nothing has power over you and your body unless you allow it to. And the last thing is you're experiencing harmonious relationships. You are cultivating unconditional love, honor, and trust with your body. You actually have a really beautiful relationship with your body. You find the messages, gifts, and wisdom in all your experiences, your greatest pains, and your physical symptoms. So your physical symptoms are no longer there attacking you, They are helping you guide you towards who you actually want to be. They are simply communicating a message that really needs to be heard and addressed by you. You're accepting and finding comfort and even joy through any sensation or emotion. You feel harmonious, whole and complete with all aspects of you. Again, most of the time. Lastly, you are reconnected with nature. You have a sound relationship with your natural environment because as a natural being, this is the place where you thrive in health and wellness. Now, (laughs) how do we get to this? (laughs) How do we increase this health baseline? Well, seems the time that I have come to. I am going to share this in the next episode. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but I really, really want to give this the time and space that it deserves. So I will be back to share all about this, but I'm going to give you an insight now. How we do this is so simple. And as I've shared many times before, simple does not mean easy. In fact, it could be the hardest thing you have ever done. But nonetheless, it is incredibly simple. 
There is very little to learn or even to remember, just simple changes to your daily habits. And the second part of this, it is mostly besides purchasing really good, healthy, organic, locally grown food, it is generally free. Pretty much everything I will share with you is free. It is your birthright. It is found in our natural world. The issue is we are not accessing it. And I hope to be sharing some amazing resources and tips and ideas that are so whole, unique and new to you, but actually make such perfect sense because this is the feedback I get all the time when I share this with people I love and my clients that I want to help with their wellness. It's pretty much the same thing. Oh my gosh, that makes perfect sense. That feels so true and so natural. And of course it is. Before I go, I have an invitation for you if you choose to accept. It's so simple. (laughs) And I'm laughing because a lot of people will be like, that's what's that going to do? It's too easy. It's too simple. And you might be surprised at how effective this actually is. So here it is. Every day, go outside, take your shoes off. Hopefully you're not wearing them, (laughs) but if you are. No matter what you're doing, whether you're at home, you're working, but find a space to put your feet into the ground, into the bare earth or on the grass somewhere for about 10 minutes, three times a day. Maybe when you wake up, maybe before you go to bed, and then maybe when you're having a break and pay attention to the subtle differences that you experience in your body. Now, if you stay out there for longer, fantastic. But even if you just do it for 10 minutes, I'll bet you're going to notice a difference if you did this every single day for a while. Now, if you're in a climate where that is seemingly really hard to do, like it's been raining here a lot, but I've been doing it with an umbrella or a rain jacket, so it's possible. Maybe if you're in snow, you might want to spend just a few minutes. But if it is a challenging environment, we'll rise and meet that challenge. It is always possible to put your feet in the bare earth. In fact, it is essential to our wellness for you to be connected to the ground. And I'm going to go into this in so much more detail in the next episode as to why this is so powerful and what it can do for your health. But I wanted you to get a head start. (laughs) So if you feel like sharing your experience, Go to the website, send me an email. I'd love to hear all about your newly acquired habit and I will see you next week. I'm really looking forward to part two and I hope you are as well. Bye for now. Wow. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you making the space in your life to tune into this episode of Streaming Wisdom. I trust you enjoyed it so much that you're about to share it with a loved one who may welcome this wisdom being sent their way. So you're aware, I'm not on social media at the time of this release. So if you wish to say hello, ask a question, or browse my current offers, go to grailleadership.earth forward slash streaming wisdom. And the best way to stay in touch is to subscribe on my website where you can receive my seasonal email musings 
and a heads up when new episodes are released. If you have received greatly from Streaming Wisdom and feel an urge to give back, here are my most cherished ways of receiving your appreciation. One is to share an episode on social media or with a loved one. Another is to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and reviews are very welcomed. You can also make a financial contribution via the podcast page. Again, that's braille-leadership.earth forward slash streaming wisdom. However you contribute, know that it fills my heart and fuels more episodes of streaming wisdom. Thank you again, wise one. See you next time.